0: Salam everyone. Welcome back to Tech Talks. This is the second part of our friendship episode or friendship series. Um, we're going to be talking more about some of our own lived experiences with respect to friendship situations and how that has, I guess, sort of shaped us and how we view our relationships. And we'll also talk a little bit about our own friendship between the three of us. And so, yeah, hope you enjoy part two a big thing that was coming
1: up was like, could I consider my like non-Muslim friends or friends that I don't share like common values or common beliefs with a friendship of like virtue, a friendship of the good. And I was like, really like going through it. And I was like, no, like they are like, even though we don't share core or whatever values, but blah, blah, blah. And then I really thought about it. And I would consider like some of my non-Muslim friends, like friends of the good, because they know what I want for myself and they support me in that. Like like my non-Muslim friends know how important like i don't know wearing the hijab is to me or like they know how important like praying is to me so they'll like remind me and so even though they don't hold those values themselves they can support you in that and i think that's what makes a really good friend is like mm-hmm. even when you don't share certain things like they really care about you on that deeper level um and like know what is good for you based on what you what you've said is good for you
0: can in your opinion like can you have as deep of a friendship with your muslim friends versus like your non-muslim friends do you sort people like that i think in my head i i really don't i don't find myself differentiating my muslim friends versus my non-muslim friends if it's eid i'm sending everybody uh it's eid look at my outfit snap like it it really doesn't make a difference like because it's such a big part of who i am like they know the little parts. Uh, there's been more and more tweets of like, oh, my white friends are saying like inshallah and things like that. And I've definitely found that to be true, at least in my relationships. My my non-Muslim friends will be like, that's that's Allah's work, things like that. What have you guys experienced?
1: Well it's interesting that you said um but you don't really categorize your friends like that. Because for me, like I do but it's like really subtle. Like did you guys grow up in diverse areas? What was the dem- like the population like at your high school, middle school, college?
0: I had a good mix of people. It was relatively diverse and I had a pretty reasonably sized Muslim community around me as well. The contrast has
1: always been really strong for me.
0: Oh really? Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I can tell like I have really good times with like my non-Muslim non-indo friends but just like I have to explain certain things I have to explain like Mm -hmm. why certain things are really important to me and like they just don't get certain things that's why it's never like they're not worse people or like less valuable to me as friends because they don't share certain like identities with me but it's just a matter of like ease and like familiarity on like a deeper level that I can't get with them and only and I only noticed that because
0: there's such a strong contrast like growing up in a
1: really like white non-muslim area.
0: That makes sense. I think what I will distinguish is both both my like muslim friends that I've grown up here with and my non-muslim friends that I grew up here with. How do I say this? They don't hold a torch to like how my inter muslim friends understand me. Like that's that'll always be different, but maybe that's why Hanan. Like I think the difference between like my muslim desi arab friends like will never ever get my specific struggles with masjid, struggles with MSA, the way that like my Indonesian American friends do.
1: Oh, I agree with that. That's interesting. I think I
0: think that, yeah, no, I think that's the I think that's a bigger difference than my non-Muslim and Muslim friends, at least for me, in my experience.
2: I think it's different because like the non-Muslim Indonesian friends, they have like no basis of like how our Muslim experience is but like you know the oh
0: yeah so
2: but the like desi and brown and arab muslims they're like oh we're muslim too so they think that we would have the same experience and that is kind of like their preconceived notion
0: but it's interesting but
2: it's not because obviously we're not the same culture
1: okay that's interesting okay so it's like because they have no basis versus They're coming with a preconceived notion. And then I also think that from our end, quote unquote, our end, I come in with a higher expectation of like connection with my Muslim non-Indonesian friends. So then when they do kind of quote unquote, like let me down or like there is like a discrepancy that like sticks out more to me because it's like, oh, I thought this wouldn't have happened because we're both Muslim. I think that's also interesting. It's like a lot more subtle. Like a lot more subtle.
0: I know what you mean for sure. There's a lot of things. I think what really, and this is honestly a whole other topic and a whole other episode, at least in my eyes. Um, something that like really stands out to me sometimes is just the fact that like, with the exception of like how Kiana grew up with like a lot of Indonesians around her, there there's not a lot of Southeast Asians in my masjid. It's probably my family and two others. That's how it's always been. So. It always felt like their Muslim experience was the Desi Arab Muslim experience. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like blanketed that over like my own. And that has always kind of like rubbed me the wrong way growing up. And I just like never really got past that. Whereas my non Muslim friends, like their understanding of Islam is what they've seen me Mm. do and say and grow up with. So when they, encourage me about things it directly applies to my (laughs) own beliefs so maybe that's why it's a little easier i don't know
1: no i think we kind of i think we broke it down really well that like what you just said that example too like articulates it well
2: oh i have a question for you guys would you consider the people you work with your friends because some people are like that they're like oh they're my work friends like yeah we hang out we do this we do that but I don't know. What do you guys consider? Hananisha, you should go.
0: I, I have very...
1: No, I know you have strong opinions. I have
2: very
0: strong opinions <laughs> I on I know this. you
1: have strong opinions on this. Like, I, I've sensed it. Like, I've seen it. But, um, I mean, I have limited experience with this because all my work experience... Well, no. Yeah. My most consistent work experience has been, like, at my on-campus job. So, I work with other students, like undergrad students and so I do consider them my fr- like work friends I consider them my work friends but then in the jobs that I've had that weren't at school so that's like random retail over the summer my internship or like uh, like the office job I did a couple years ago Um, it just depends if there's like age gaps too it's like they feel more like mentors or like colleagues like that feels like the right word We're like we're learning similar things and you're teaching me some things, but like also because there's some professionalism you have to maintain. Like it feels weird to really call them your friend. Like I feel like I'm breaking a rule, but at the same time, you want to be able to have some like camaraderie. I don't know. You guys have been in the workforce longer than me.
0: Workforce.
1: The workforce.
0: Working women.
1: (laughs) Working women. How's it been? Does that still hold what I just said for you guys too? Okay,
2: I think it's easier to make friends, like work friends and friends outside of that workplace when you work at like a part-time job. So it's like, you know, you're working at like Cheesecake Factory or whatever, like you're (laughs) probably going to make friends there. But shout out to Cheesecake Factory, by the way, if you're listening, sponsor us. But if you're working in like a professional setting, like an office, it's kind of harder because like you said, you do have to maintain a level of professionalism. I don't know. I feel like when you are working in an office setting, it's like the only common thing that you have is literally your work. So then all of your conversations revolve around that. But I feel like whenever you work at like a part-time job, if you're like, you know, a server or you're um, like you work in retail or something like that, like I feel like you tend to rant a lot more so then you do get closer and then you find kind of more of a common ground and you feel more open
1: to them it's more casual it's definitely more casual and there's like solidarity that you have Mm. with each other for like working in like annoying job yeah so what are your hot takes for what we're ready
0: it's not okay I I I'm not opposed to making friends in the workplace, but I think I've reached a point where I prefer not to be super close to my colleagues. I think it just like makes things a little easier. But, and then Kiana mentioned this, but like, when you work a full-time job, you see the same people for a long time, every single day. If there's certain people that I, I don't want to reach a certain level of intimacy with. If I'm going to see you in the office the next morning. Like that is a little bit of an awkward boundary for me. But I've also had instances in like in undergrad and things of that sort where like I have gotten a little bit too close or, or the boundaries with my colleagues have been a little skewed and that, that it impacts your workplace. And I don't I don't think it's worth it in my opinion. So I don't know. But I've also had instances where like, um, an intern that I had, for example, we got really close and it was really nice having a friend at the workplace in that instance. But I don't know. This is all to say I'm not opposed to making friends in the workplace, but I personally think there's like a level of professionalism that's required that, I guess, prevents me from getting way too close to my colleagues. And I Personally, just don't want to be super friendly with my colleagues. I guess. I don't know. There's some things that, like, they don't need to know. You know, they don't need to know everything about me. You're just my coworker. Like, you don't need to know what I do after work. Like, let's keep personal and business separated. That's my opinion. (laughs) I think it's just a lot about
1: boundaries. And also, like, yeah, when you see each other all the time, like every day it's kind of like would you want to work with this is really extreme like would you want to work with somebody that you're like your spouse and would you want like that like you don't need all elements of your life at the same time in the same place
0: sometimes I think about that like because we all work together as MC youth but we're all also friends so there there have been certain instances where I'm like I hope like Dila and Kiana, for example, that I'm still like tending to their needs as friends. And I'm not just like constantly only talking about like our IMSA work, you know?
1: Oh, that's They're... a really good point too. Yeah. like working mm-hmm. with friends. Yeah.
0: I think it's a challenge. I think it's it's something it like you need to learn how to do.
2: Um, I wouldn't work with Nafal in this moment. But fun fact, we were co-workers at one
0: point. <laughs>
1: I feel like it always depends on, like, timing and personality. Like, yeah. there are some friends that I would work with versus, like, friends I wouldn't. You know? Like, stuff like that. Group projects.
0: Like, in school. Like, group projects in school. There's certain friends yes. that, like, you'll do everything with. But, oh, I would never share a group project with them. Like, that yes. would be a disaster. Yeah.
2: Like, Zara and I. I feel like we're really close. But every time I'm like, we should live together. She's always like, uh. You have a husband. No, this was before I was married. I'm dead. She said, you have a husband.
0: I, okay. No, no, no. And that's a good point. Hanan, you might speak to this because you have roommates. I, shout out to Adriana. She'll never listen to this. Love her. An example of a childhood best friend that is like a ride or die. But when we live together, it caused tensions between us. I roomed with her for a little bit and the beginning was great, but towards the end it was, it was getting really tough and we definitely had to like mend our friendship afterwards. So I think because of that, I'm, I'm kind of anti living with close friends. It's not personal. I just, (laughs) I just think that it can cause issues sometimes, sometimes
1: no I agree with that I think like you have to have a level I've like I think there's like a formula to this like living with people you have to have a level of familiarity that they're not a random stranger but you need to have a little bit of unfamiliarity that like things like boundaries and expectations won't be an awkward like it doesn't feel so weird to be like hey can you please do this because I think that's actually harder with people you're close to to be like can you please do this like because then you just you introduce a new dynamic of like I don't know annoyance and kind of like expectation and that can cause a lot of like strain on a friendship and then but also like as somebody who grew up with a lot of siblings I think I've also just gotten really sensitive to like I know how I get when I'm like around people like I have to live with people that I don't always like mesh with like lifestyle wise don't mesh with Mm. and I can tell like oh I need a lot of I need alone time right now or like I need this from the people that I live with um i don't know if like you guys relate to that i think like family also teaches you a lot about like what you do and do not want when you live with people yeah and friendships for, sure. for some reason when kiana was like you'd be forgetting i have a husband i randomly was like thoughts on friends that are in relationships thoughts oh. on friends who are married because okay. i don't know it's really specific but okay when my sister got married it was a big thing for me because I was a little bit younger and she and I were really, really close. And I remember when she got married, it almost felt like a betrayal, not like literally, but I was like, oh my God, like you're going to go like leave and like somebody is like your number one person, like, huh? And I think this ties in really well with like the Salsa Bila episode because I, so I still think, I obviously don't feel the same way, but I still have these like lingering questions and thoughts of like, how platonic and re- romantic relationships are different, and how the friends that I do have and like my sister who are married, how that can like bring that out in me, that like sensitivity to that maybe
0: thoughts. Ooh, okay, that's good. I would like to address the first question. Okay, so- yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> you could personally a couple things so there was just one like a stretch where three of my very close friends all got married uh, within a short dare they i know Sorry. within like a short time span of each other and i was just like watching it happen but it's kind of funny because shout out to Widia if you're listening um but we were actually literally on our way to kiana's wedding um and we had stopped at Tanto Ferra's house. Shout out to the Quito Subutro household. Um, and we were just sitting around the dining table talking. And Widia was, at that point, it was a year into her marriage. And she was sitting there and she was like, yeah. How, how do you feel about kiana getting married and then she goes she was like there is always something so heartbreaking about your best friend watching your best friend get married and i was like i hadn't realized until that moment i was like I'm upset about it but i don't know why and just hearing her say that i was like is this a thing and she was like yeah i like watched my childhood friend get married and i was like heartbroken like it felt it was like things I hadn't verbalized. It wasn't like a feeling that I knew I was feeling, but I was like, wait, I kind of understand. She was like, it gets better. And then I got married a couple months after that. So it, like things worked out, but it in that moment I was like, oh, this is a complicated feeling for me. And I don't, I I still don't really know why. Like, obviously I'm happy for you in Fall, and it was a great, beautiful wedding and I was happy to celebrate you guys but on the way there I was just like what am I feeling right now (laughs) okay
2: wait I have something to say so breaking my silence yes (laughs) addressing the situation okay (laughs) what I have to say about that is that I have noticed that people when they get married they do tend to act different and that was the last thing that I wanted is that like oh all of a sudden like you know, I'm not the same person because I got married. And so I didn't want that. And I noticed that some people after they get married, they kind of drift from their old friendships, especially from mm. the people who are single. And then they start to find like more married friends because they're like, oh, we're all married. So like, let's all be friends. And it's kind of more of like a common ground. But the last thing that I wanted for myself was to be different with, the, with my friends who aren't married. Like I still wanted to keep the same level of friendship because to me, those friendships are important. And so I wanted to keep that and not, you know, pick one or the other. I feel like that's so stupid. So I'm sorry that you felt that way, Zahra. no,
0: no, 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 I will say you've definitely done a good job at doing that. I think it's just I think the thing that is sad about watching your friend get married, obviously, it's a really happy and joyous occasion. know if we're talking about marriage again. We never escape, um, but it comes with an understanding that your relationship might change, your friendship might change. And I think for some people it's like, I, I don't think this was the case between you and I or between my other friends, but I do think it's the case with some people that like your like number one person now has a number one person for the rest of their life. And that's like a big change for some people. Um, so I, I understand why people get sad and I understand why I was sad, but I will say that like I, our relationship didn't change much after you got married, but it has changed between me and some of my other friends that have gotten married. They just have more responsibilities now and like their married life is different than me working and living alone. And so that's caused a shift, but I don't know. Our friendship level hasn't changed, I guess. Anyways, Hanan, what are your thoughts? You mentioned your sister.
1: Oh yeah, no, I you guys covered a lot of it. I think it's just that, yeah like fear that things will change more than anything and then maybe like the childish side of me was when it came to my sister was this like very selfishly thinking like I don't know not that this would ever happen but like okay well if you had to pick between like you know me or him like who's your best friend like you're gonna have to pick him like what the heck you know not that that's like a realistic scenario like that's not ever gonna actually have to happen but my friend once said like love isn't a pie it's not like the love that like your friend has for like their spouse, you know, takes away from like the love they have for for you. Mm -hmm. Both of those can be true at the same time. Like the relationships I have with my friends, the relationship I have with my sister is special and still whole, you know, just, but, you know, I just be like a jealous friend sometimes. Like, why are you taking my friend slash sister away from me? Like, who do you think you are? You're just a boy. You're just a man,
0: but sorry. (laughs) Do you guys ever get like, friendship possessive or like friendship jealous oh my god because all the time i'm too-
2: wait, wait wait like friendship possessive as in them being friends with someone else or like friendship possessive as in like that's my girl like don't mess with her or, type like if she had a dude come into her life
1: oh both but i think like more than the first one right
0: yeah, I was kind of leaning more towards the first one. Sometimes I find myself being like, I'll either be like jealous of how close one of my friends is to someone is else, or or I'll be like, I was here first. Like I oh I'm I'm the OG friend. Yes. But it makes me feel a little crazy sometimes. No, no, no. It's so normal. It's so normal. It's I think we need to normalize it. Wait, no, I don't interesting we have two very opposite responses here
1: I don't feel that way you don't feel that way you don't feel like territorial
0: no oh territorial is a good way to put it
1: or just like no not really okay like it's also context matters like if it's the scenario of like I see them being friends with a specific person or in a specific way I'm like
0: who, do,
1: who does that person think they are
0: I don't know I get territorial over my friends sometimes no I don't, I don't think I do I
1: I get territorial I think you know it just depends some friends I don't really feel territorial over some me too I don't it just depends on the kind of friendship it depends on the
0: person too
1: I think it's more about interest like if I see that friend doing something that's so me with another person I'm like what are you doing it doesn't really matter who it is but like why are you I'm really particular about getting credit for things this is really immature but like Mm. if I put you on to a specific like. Thrift store. I put you on with certain oh. place, but you're going around and somebody else is acting like they put you on. I'm like, what if-? don't forget your roots.
2: Okay, wait. I get that point. If I like bring you somewhere and then after that, they're just like, Oh yeah, like I went with this person, and then you start telling the story, like, oh, the first time I went to this place with this person as if they were the one that gave the idea. I'm like, exactly. No, so I-, I told you.
1: It's a different territorial, but it's the same... It's coming from the same place, I think. But, Kiana, you say you feel that. You've never felt the, like, friendship one. You've never felt no, the, like...
2: I don't feel the friendship one. Because, okay, I feel like this kind of relates to, like, FOMO in a way. Because hmm. it's, like, when you see, like, your friend doing something with someone else, you kind of are, like, oh, why am I not there? Or, like, oh, why okay. am I not the one that you're, like, hanging out with or, like, doing this thing with? And I have evolved... <laughs> I'm FOMO. She's evolved. Yeah. She's I'm upgraded. A, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's ever since moving here, I don't get FOMO anymore because I understand that those people have been friends longer than I have been here mm, or like that the thought honestly. of me has ever even existed. And so I don't know, I just don't feel that way. I don't think I'm territorial with people. When it comes to friendships, I am territorial. When it comes to if they meet somebody like Mm. Farhan, okay, me and Farhan are really close. That's my bestie. But like, if Farhan was to ever meet a girl, I hope Farhan doesn't listen to this, but if he was to ever meet a girl, like, I would bring out the 101 questions. Like, I need to make sure that this girl is good for Farhan. They probably wouldn't even have any issues meeting my parents, but they'll have some issues meeting me is the thing same goes it's with zahra fair. if zahra met a man
1: like i would be like who are you you're just some dude
0: who are you you're just some dude it always goes back to just some dude
1: well because like in, in uh salsa be the salsa Bila episode i keep calling it the salsa Bila episode but the last episode
0: it, it is the salsa bela episode
1: we literally just talked about how like um not to take away from like the value of like marriage but also just kind of balancing perspectives like you can find a lot of the things that you might think you want in a romantic relationship in your friendships or like a lot of the things that you've always wanted like you already have and like platonic relationships can be very fulfilling so what are at, like literally any reflections you guys have on that
0: I do think like the the only major standout for me is like the level of intimacy or like the difference of intimacy yeah exactly yeah because I think there is a lot of like overlying like communication and honesty and all of these things need to exist in both realms but it's just like the depth of it maybe the depth of how yeah I guess how intimate you are with each other in those terms will differ in those relationships I guess
1: yeah, in like really obvious ways, yeah. Yeah.
0: I do I do really like the point though of like you can be fulfilled outside of romantic relationships. Like I think that's a big deal and really important.
2: I think wait, I do agree with you. You can definitely be fulfilled but you cannot be fulfilled romantically sometimes.
0: Fair, yeah. No, that makes sense, yeah. When What are you? Yeah, it kind
1: of goes back to what um Zara just said. Like, yeah, you. The only difference is like the type of intimacy, really. But I think this question has, or the comparison only really comes up in the context of like, um, when I have friends who like, oh, I really wish I was like in a relationship, or people who like romanticize marriage and like romance, and they still. These are people who who have themselves said like they have a lot of like work or growth they have to do. On their own first. And I'm like, yeah, you still have like very fulfilling relationships outside of a romantic one right now. And I don't know it's something I was thinking about recently. The older, i do not even that old I get, the easier it is to feel like alone. I wouldn't say necessarily like lonely, just like alone, kind of going with that like the difficulty it is to have friendships or like maintain friendships. Like the people I do want to talk to, we haven't talked to in a long time. The people that I'm friends with, I'm not like so close they can know everything about me. I'm just like alone. Um, but then like you know there's those moments where I connect with a friend and I realize like nobody is going to love me the same not no that's really dramatic but like they love me in such a specific way like your friends really know you to a T and look out for you and will do things like I don't know buy things when they think of you or be like we should go do this like there's just that like the way that they keep they keep you in their heart and you keep them in yours everywhere you go i don't know but that's special
0: it goes back to how you i mean you were worried about your own friendships being transactional but i think the foundation of friendships should just be like you guys supporting each other oh no you know
1: what's actually really sweet is i when i went home um one of my so one of my friends drives up to michigan cuz i don't live in the same state anymore She lives in Mm -hmm. Ohio, I live in Michigan. So she every time I come home, and I don't have my license still, she drives up like almost two hours to see me every time I I I come home. And she did this thing the other day where like she went home at like two a.m. and then she like texts me after she gets home and she's like, Hey, I was really thinking about what you said earlier on the drive home. And I really think and she was just like gave me a little bit of advice. And I think that was, like, one of the most wholesome things I had felt with a friend in a really long time where, like, she just kind of thought about me on her own time and then, like, got back to me on it. And I think, like, there's something about friendship that is just so, like, like I said earlier, like, you are alive in their mind, like, in their heart Mm -hmm, at all mm -hmm. times. Even if you're not actively hanging out, even if you're not actively seeing each other, like, they keep me there and they, like, they keep me alive. That's really thoughtful, too.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, the small things.
2: I mm-hmm. think that
0: really stand out.
2: Why don't we do like a moment like from each other? Like with Oh, all that's you-
1: a good one. Oh my god. I have one for I think I have one for Kiana, definitely. And then that- We have a lot of fun. I don't know. Like we've had so many like recently that have been like silly and fun. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I truly think that I just think it's so wholesome it's always like funny because when I have to explain like who you are not like who you are not that I like talk about you frequently but like sometimes I'll reference oh like I went to my friend's wedding and I'm like your friend is married like how old is she? I'm like it's like it's like family friend and then it just makes me think a lot about like the relationships I have with like you and Zahra and like adjacent people I just think it's so wholesome like we're not like obviously I'm like closer to people my own age or like People that I actually hung out with growing up, but then mm-hmm. you're also the kind of people that like when I go home. Sometimes my dad will randomly be like, "How's Kiana doing in Australia?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Is she great?" Like, I think it's just so sweet. Like, I think this is a different that's kind of friendship.
2: That's my mom. Kind of. Always, she's like, "Come on," and I'm like, Ooh. "You know, she has like other siblings, right? Like, there's other people in her life who like in her world who exist."
1: I love her love your Uh. mom (laughs) okay Zahra, I was just saying how Mm -hmm. lovely IMSA friendships are
0: yeah I was thinking about when you were like if you were to move to a new city you would just like pick up an IMSA contact that's so real because like when I was offered a job in the west coast I was like the first thing I did was text people I knew there and I like asked them for just general help and they immediately like sent me apartments and like good neighborhoods wow, and like so nice. the best things about the area and I was like oh so real
2: I feel like the friendships are like something else it's like when you meet through IMSA you always know that they're gonna be there for you
1: it's such a nice perk it's just a nice like I didn't ask for this I didn't even know this was like included in the package but like free housing if i go freeze, somewhere wreck.
0: yeah exactly there's always yeah. like someone i can it's hit fun. up
1: yeah. all right let's do our closing memories do you guys have your closing memories i do of each yeah. other okay wait kiana kiana you should start
2: me okay yeah um my fondest memory of hanan is when you guys you and your family came over after Muktamar and Frederick, back when you were still like, like what, six Yo, years old?
1: I was t- tiny then.
2: No, literally. And then that one time that my mom sent me away to Ohio for a week because I was Anaknakal. <laughs> I literally stayed with Hannah's family for a week. And so, I don't know. It's just nice knowing that regardless of where we are in our lives, We will always be there for each other. (laughs) And then for Zahra, I think, I wouldn't say it's like a fond memory, but it's always nice to have you around. I feel like you're always the person that I go to for everything. I feel like sometimes I tell you things before I tell Nelphal, and he does get upset about that. But (laughs) I think it's nice knowing that Zahra is always going to be in my little corner and oh I'm gonna cry <laughs> I mean Zahra are never like sappy with each other but it's always nice knowing that Zahra is there in my little corner no matter what and that she is my echo chamber essentially so whenever I'm feeling some way about something she's always gonna be the the person that agrees with me even if it's bad
0: yeah that's true Han do you want to go or I can go okay sure
1: I'll sure. Okay, for Zahra, I feel like we... You've always been in, like, the periphery. But because, like, you're at that... Not weird age, that sounds weird. But, like, you're old enough to be, like, kind of close to people I'd be friends with. But then, like, also a little bit older that, like, we wouldn't really interact until recently. And I think my... One really special memory have to be from Chicago with Omar because that was the first time I started doing stuff with MC Youth basically, and then you you took us to get sushi and it felt like such a big sister moment honestly, like it was so sweet of you and it was just like so such good vibes and I think we've had like closer moments since then like obviously we've gotten closer but I think that was just like the first moment that I felt like that specific kind of relationship of like oh like. I really trust you and I really value your... Ins- you always have the best things to say. Like you always say the right thing. Like not as in like you just say things that I want to hear, but as in I'm like, wow, I needed to hear that. So I really appreciate that about you. Um, And then Kiana, I was literally going to say that memory. Oh my God. Yeah, kind of going on, like I've gotten closer with you since, but this is just like the most significant memory was when you also came to Toronto with us you came to Canada yes, with us I did I remember you were in my aunt's room and we were like chilling like talking and then I remember us being in like my sister's room and we were like spilling tea Loki. like I was fully eight or nine years old and yeah. I would be probing you about like so-and-so and so-and-so and you'd be like yeah yeah that's really <laughs> yeah this person this yeah you got that right and I'll be like oh wow really um so I don't know that also just felt like a really wholesome like
0: existence moment. So,
2: Aww.
0: Yeah.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. I my things are I guess less tangible memories, but yeah, Hannah and I do agree like we were around each other growing up, but it was always like cuz I was really close to Dealer growing up, but I like you you were hanging out with like us, so it was kind of like a best friend's youngest sister type of thing it was there was always like a little bit of a separation but had like a couple years ago like you randomly like you wrote me a letter on my birthday like not like a letter letter but like it was a very like long and in-depth message on on wea and I was like it like really surprised me and I was really shocked but it was it was it was a really nice message and I was I was really happy to receive it and I was like that is so thoughtful and I'm glad to know that, like, you feel this way about me because I was very touched. Um, and Kiana, like, this is a little bit recent, but I was, like, having a hard time a couple weeks ago, and I have a hard time reaching out to people when I have a hard time, but you, like, specifically didn't text me for a little while. And then it, by a little while, it was, like, maybe a day and a half, and then, <laughs> And then you were like, hey, I, I like I realize you're going through a hard time right now, but like when you're ready to talk or you don't have to talk about it, like just just let me know. And it was it was like it was a good like I'm here for you in the way that I know what you need as well. And I was really touched by that, too. I was like, oh, that's that's good. Like that was that was what I needed in that moment. Like I just needed I didn't need someone to be like, what's wrong? <laughs> Tell me everything. So. Yeah, those are my my thoughts. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh
1: my that is so sweet.
0: Anyways, thanks for listening to another episode of The Talks. Like I hope this was a little, I guess, insightful or thoughtful or interesting. Um, follow us at MCU and keep listening to our podcast it's been really fun to create these and we have more coming out we've just been kind of on a lull because of travel schedules and everything but yeah you'll hear from me again I'm the producer in case you forgot (laughs) but okay thanks for having me guys Bye.
1: bye bye